Hey guys, thank you for tuning in to this week's podcast episode of the Victory is Greater Than the Struggle, an ex-lesbian podcast with myself, your host, Jessica Newsom. All right, guys, today I want to talk to you um, a little bit about uh, biblical understanding, uh, interpretation when it comes to the area of um, homosexuality. People are split when it comes to uh, trying to reason like, is this permissible in the word of God or is it not permissible? And I see that the church has totally just split and it's caused such division and we shouldn't be fighting one another. We should really be opening ourselves up to the word of God and saying, Holy Spirit, show me the truth. I spent so much of my life just trying to, um, reason myself into thinking that homosexuality was permissible, but it was never, uh, something that was settling in my spirit. I always felt uncomfortable with it and it's because I couldn't change myself. And that's the thing. We can't change ourselves. Only Jesus can, but Jesus requires us to do certain things, live a certain way so that we are at a place to where we are able to receive that, that change that we're wanting. Yes, there are miracles that happen and they're instant and that's phenomenal. But then there's other areas in our life where God says, I need for you to follow me, obey me, right? Love the Lord, your God with all your might, uh, heart and soul, right? Like love God, but then you have to obey me too. And you have to love others, right? But you have to obey the word of God. If you love God, you would want to obey him, right? If you love him with everything in you, you would want to follow him. Even at the cost of it being difficult, even at the cost of it hurting. Now I went through my life struggling with suicidal thoughts, all of these different things, because I tried to follow God, but I couldn't, um, I didn't see the change in this area of my life. And I realized it's, um, that I didn't see the change because I did not fully submit my life to him. I wanted to, um, have God, but still have my sin. I wanted to worship God, but still worship, uh, my friends and, alcohol, right? I wanted to walk that thin line to where basically I was lukewarm and God says, be hot or be cold, but don't be lukewarm. So if you want to see the promises of God, I can't tell you how long it's going to take. Um, don't ever compare your life to my life and say, well, um, if you did it for her in this manner, then I want you to do it the same way. No, God is an amazing God and he knows exactly how to work in your life the way you need it to so that you can receive the change that you're wanting, that God is wanting to do on the inside of you because he wants the best for you. So when we're talking about this area of division within the church, oftentimes people want to be Christian, but they want biblical morality to change in order to fit their sinful lifestyle. So we're at a crossroads in the church right now where people are wanting for biblical morality to shift, to, to make something that is not permissible, permissible. How do we do that? We do it by tearing down scripture so much that it becomes confusing, right? Have you ever, uh, read an article, um, of someone else's research, right? And you're like, oh, that's good. That makes sense. And then you read someone who believes the opposite and you're like, dang, well, that makes sense too, right? Anyone can try their best to reason you into thinking their way. 
And so when we don't step up and say, I'm going to do this research for myself, then we're, we're, we're confused and we're wondering, well, which one's right? Cause they both look good, but we don't understand the research that was actually done. We're just looking at their final product and we're clinging to that. Never cling to someone else's, uh, research, right? Open up the Bible for yourself. The Bible is inspired by God, written by man, and it's how we're supposed to live our life. So one of these areas that people use to justify same-sex relationships is an area of saying, wait a second, well, I noticed that in the Bible, right, Luke's talking about um, tax collectors, right? So the Bible talks about tax collectors and says, and says that, Hey, they're condemned, right? Cause they're just doing all these awful things, right? So we take this away. We, we take that portion of scripture away and we say tax collectors are condemned. Well, tax collectors right now aren't condemned. We aren't condemning the IRS, right? We aren't con- condemning people whose job it is to be tax collectors. So then why are we saying, okay, I guess, why are we saying that homosexuality, all areas of homosexuality is, is condemned. So the Bible said that homosexuality was condemned, right? But was it homosexuality within the confines of raping someone of the same sex, molesting a child, right? Raping a child, um, gang rape, different things like that. So then is it all areas of homosexuality? Or is it some areas of homosexuality that are condemned? And so when we look at that and we just say a blanket statement such as, well, tax collectors were condemned, so were homosexuals. So why aren't tax collectors condemned now? I guess we've changed our beliefs. We have to understand the context of it. So it says in Luke chapter 3, 12 through 14, tax men also came to be baptized and said, teacher, what should we do? He told them, this is John the Baptist, by the way. He told them no more extortion, collect only what is required by law. Soldiers asked him, and what should we do? He told them no shakedowns, no blackmail and be content with your rations. So the condemnation of the job that they were doing or the person, right? They are not condemned. It's their actions behind it. It's their motives behind it. If your motive is to take more than what you're supposed to, which is stealing. If, if your motive is to hurt people, if your motive is to exhort, uh, uh, this authority over people in a manner, which is not acceptable at all by God, that is the thing that is condemned, not lining ourselves up to the word of God that is condemned. Right. And so it's not about, it's not about, um, that person because that's their job, right. To be a tax collector, they aren't condemned. It's what they're doing. It's the sin that they are following that is condemned. So John the Baptist came preaching the baptism of repentance for the remissions of sins. And so he gave them, he gave them the, the areas that they needed to change in order to be made right with Jesus. Right. And so Luke is reiterating all of this. So when we talk about homosexuality and we're wondering, okay, is it permissible or is it not permissible? Go to the scriptures for yourself. There's several scriptures where it brings up homosexuality and nowhere does it say 
well, only these areas within homosexuality are condemned. Others are permissible. We have to really sit and do the research for ourselves. If we just jump on someone else's bandwagon, what we're doing, what we're saying is that I really don't want to follow Jesus. I really don't want to change. I want to live the way I want to live. And I want everyone else's morals and belief systems to line up to the way I want to choose to live my life. Now, however you want to live your life is totally up to you. No one should bash anyone for living how they want to live. You know, um, each person is free to live however, but when you come into my area, my belief system, my Bible, and tell me that I need to change my Bible to fit you, that's not right either. It's not. You can't ask someone to change their religion because you don't like it. And if you are seeking and, and, and feeling that tug towards God and it's scaring you and you're saying, I feel that tug towards Christ. I know that I need to follow him, but you aren't willing to lay down your life for him. That's a decision that you are making and that you're free to make. But you can't ask a group of people to change the God-inspired word because you're unhappy with parts of it. That's when we fall into total utter chaos when it comes to just interpretation of the Bible. Like God gave us his word to follow. It's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And we have to be able to just say, God, I don't know how to do this on my own. God, yeah, this is how I feel. This is where I am. And man, you're probably thinking, I don't even, you know, there's areas that I can't change and maybe I don't want to change them, but help me like turn, position my heart towards you so that I will submit myself, my mind, my body fully to you, Father God. That's what I did. And I get how difficult it is. I get how hard it is to lay down your life to follow God. But what I realize is when I push and I keep moving forward and I do that hard thing, even when it feels like it's breaking me, because it does. Oh man, it feels like you're being broken. But what God is doing is he is breaking you down to 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 make you, shape you into the woman that he's called you to be, the man that he's called you to, to be. But he can only do that by changing the way you think, changing your heart. No one likes correction from their parents, right? We don't like it when our parents try to tell us what to do, how to live our lives, but they're doing what is best. But at the time, we can't see it because we don't have the eyes that they have, the experience that they have. So we resist because we think we know best and we don't. It's the same way with God. God says, submit yourself to me. You want that change? You got to do it my way. Stop putting a timeline on when it needs to be done. Just trust me. Have faith in me. Man, you want your faith to be grown? 
oh my goodness, God will put you in situations to where you need to hold on to that faith, to where you need to cling to that faith. And, and it is in that darkness. It is in that wilderness where our faith is built up, where our character is built up. So when it comes to the word of God in this area, we cannot, we cannot allow ourselves to try to have our cake and eat it too. We can't have God and want to live a sinful life at the same time. God wants to change those areas, but biblical beliefs will never change because we want it to fit our lifestyle. It doesn't work that way. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. I love you guys. Subscribe. If you're checking me out on YouTube, thank you very much. Subscribe to my YouTube channel, like it, um, and share this. I love you guys. You guys have a wonderful, wonderful rest of the day.